While we all love Harry Potter, the series, and the fandom, we cannot ignore the author's distaste with the LGBTQ affinity, especially the trans community. She is no longer the reason why these books are so magical to us and the millions of fans worldwide. These books and the world that they created are bigger than her. If you were affected by this ignorance and hatred, please know that we are here for you. All those affiliated with Until the Very End, we are here for you. Happiness can be found even in the darkest of times, if one only remembers to turn on the light. What's up, witches? Hi, guys, gals, non-binary pals. I'm Abby. My pronouns are she, her, hers, and I am a Hufflepuff. And my name is Sarah. My pronouns are she, her, hers, and I'm a Gryffindor. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. What's going on? When I was saying my name and my uh, pronouns and everything, I kept wanting to say, like, my name is, are we recording? Yeah, we're recording. Abby, my pronouns are, are we still recording? Yeah, we're still recording. <laughs> like, I probably looked at that little button the whole time, just in case. But if we're not case. recording, what if I took a screenshot and I put the word recording up there, um, but we're not actually recording? <laughs> I'm going to get a shirt or just like a piece of tape over my chest and be like, we are recording. <laughs> we are getting the shit done. <laughs> so maybe. Uh, maybe. Uh-huh. Maybe. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. What's going on in your world? Um, what am I doing? Uh, we started a new show, Abbott Elementary. Yeah. 13 episodes, 30 minutes long each. We're already done with the first four episodes. So fucking funny. It's like the office and parks and rec, but instead of an office company and the government, it's an elementary school. Oh, um, Okay. Yes, it's a mockumentary. Um, it's really fucking funny. I yeah. totally understand why everybody's so hyped about that show because it's really fucking good. <laughs> really? Yes, I enjoy it a lot. Um, I'm gonna watch this. You should. I recommend it. I watched a movie last weekend because I um, last Saturday I had the house to myself, which meant I got to eat the food that is very smelly that Matt does not like. It's a Subway sandwich. And I got to watch... Girl. That sounds so good right now. I'm so hungry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so hungry. Um, I'm so I, hungry. <laughs> I like to challenge my Subway sandwich artists. I'm like, how many onions can you put on a sandwich before you're like, ma'am, you're cut off? Yeah, we're done. Here. Um, yes. But I watched a movie um, and I uh, watched Senior Year, the Rebel Wilson movie that you had talked about before. Mm-hmm. Did you ever end up watching it? Nope. I watched the first five minutes and I was like, yeah, my vibe is not at this level right now. (laughs) Gotcha. It was actually pretty cute. Like I knew what I, it was exactly what I, my expectations were, but it was still very funny. I still, I still laughed a lot. Um, There were some really cute, good moments that made me feel like, oh my God, was it a perfect movie? No, I would have changed a couple of little things, but they did not ask for my input when they were making it. Um, but overall, this is very cute. Nice. Yeah. Good. And then um we watched we watched a trilogy of I've seen the first two movies of this. I have not seen the third one, but overall loved them all. The night at the museum. Oh, okay. I don't think I've ever seen the third one. I had not seen it until this weekend. It's on Disney Plus. Um, but it was my expectations for the third one were like mummy three level. I'm like, this is not going to be good at all. It was actually very, very good. I enjoyed nice. it. So who is the antagonist? No. Let's start with who's the protagonist in the third one. Like who ben does. Stiller. Yeah. Who does he kind of like um, go alongside? So Robin Williams is still in it. Um, The Sacagawea is still in it. Owen Wilson and um, fuck. What's that other guy's name? The, the Greek James Coogan. Yeah. Steve Coogan. um, Who is like the Roman guy and the cowboy. They're still in it. Um, His son, Nikki, he is in it, but it's a different actor. You remember the guy in Booksmart who hung out with um, Gigi, uh, Billy, Billy Lord's character? And he was like really goofy. 
Maybe. I'd have um, to look at him. His name is Skylar something or another. He plays grown up Nikki. Um, it was very funny. And so it's them going to a different museum. This one is in England. And they are trying to make sure that the magic mm-hmm. of the tablet stays. Oh, okay. Yeah, I have not seen that one. I was it's thinking maybe cool. it was the second one, but nope, two mm-hmm. different ones. That is the one at the Smithsonian in D.C. Yes. And every single May, I have to go to D.C. for like work. And mm. every single time, I'm like, I should go over there again. <laughs> to the Smithsonian? Yeah. They are very cool. I have never been. I really do want to go to D.C., um, but I will only go if there is a sitting Democratic president. Well, there is one right now. I know. There is one right now. (laughs) Just so you know. Um, I will say to anybody who wants to travel there, awesome, awesome food. All the museums are free, Um, Mm -hmm. but it is expensive to go for sure. Like hotels are just ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah. Maybe next May you can come with me. Then you get a free hotel. Bitch. It's, it's always remind a us. standing offer. I know. And I appreciate and I love you. I love you. And mm-hmm. Orlando in November. Orlando. For Universal. Everybody tell oh. Abby that she should go. <laughs> it's not that I need <laughs> to be persuaded to go. It's that my bank account needs to be able to support the going. Okay, everybody, Kofi has some money so we can go to Universal, <laughs> to Harry Potter World, yes. and do the necessary research. Yes, don't you guys podcast. want us to excel in this yeah. podcast? We'll bring you guys stuff back. Oh my God, we would. I would get, everybody gets one everlasting, not everlasting gobstopper, that's something <laughs> else. Everybody gets one Birdie Bots every flavored bean. That's actually a good idea. That we'll is. give you more than one. We will. Because I don't want to handle that that many beans. Like, you get one. Let me touch this one. (laughs) I would wear gloves. (laughs) In an envelope. (laughs) Yes, people touch it after I lick it. Okay. Did you know, I have, um, in my job, people have to put their checks um, for commission and earnest money and all that in envelopes. And so many people that I work with lick the envelopes and I have to say, stop licking that envelope. I don't want it. If they lick it, I'm just going to throw it away. And I have to put a sign down next to the envelopes that says, please do not lick these envelopes. Because so many, so many people lick the goddamn envelopes. Do you have tape next to the envelopes? Yes. Okay, good. I was going to say, if you don't make it too obvious and I'm not going to know to do it. There's tape. I'm sitting next to them. I say, you can just tuck the, the tab. You don't have to, just like, I'm going to get to it in five just seconds. It just tuck it. Trinity, just tuck. tuck it in. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? What are you watching? You know, actually, I have not been watching a lot of TV lately. Like, you at were all. busy. I was very busy. I did go out of town for work and fun. Um, it was for work, and I tacked on fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't really get to really watch a lot. Um, I was trying to get into a new TV series because my husband has been taking the kids fishing at night, which is super cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he takes his youngest kid out and the older kids are all at practice at the night. So I was like, oh my God, I could start up a new TV show. Let's just yeah. like go through Netflix and just see what catches my eye. And I watched two or three episodes of Trophy Wife. Um, I haven't heard of that. It's was back in like 2013 or 2014, but it's with Malin Ackerman. Okay. Yeah. And Bradley Whitmore, Whitford. There you go. Oh my God. Um, Michaela Watkins. God damn. I'm just going to fuck up everybody's name. Anywho, it was pretty (laughs) cute. Um, There were some very funny parts in there. Um, yeah, but then I went out of town and I lost interest real quick. So maybe I'll watch it tonight <laughs> or tomorrow. <laughs> I have but. quite a crush on Bradley Whitford. He is a silver fox for sure. Hell yeah. And he's also in Handmaid's Hill, which did you know mm-hmm. that that's coming back out in the next maybe two months? I figured it was coming up soon. Yeah. Let me check real quick. Controversial yeah. opinion. I do think that show is very good. That's not the controversial part. 
controversial part is I think they need to wrap it up soon. Uh, yeah, well, they're doing a really good job of predicting shit. And I don't really want, I don't care to see how we end right now. It's as bad as (laughs) can we just win? (laughs) Yes. Just, just let us have our thing. Okay. September comes back soon. Somebody I work with told me I'm too old to be a handmaid. I was like, ma'am, I am 32. Not (laughs) even. You need to take a step back. I will say. Once you hit 37, they call it a geriatric pregnancy. That's so fucking rude. That's so rude. <laughs> I was listening to an episode of Sinisterhood. It was like one of their um like Dear Sinisterhood Patreon episodes. Yeah. I never and listen to those. I always I even paid for it and I never listened to it. <laughs> we were listening, Matt and I were listening to it on the way back from your house after um the birthday get together a couple yeah. weeks ago. And one of them was talking about being a mom at, and um, Christy had said, like, I had my firstborn when I was like 38 or something and it was a geriatric Ooh. pregnancy. And then she had Simon when she was like 40 or 41 and Matt's like, do they seriously call it a geriatric pregnancy? I'm like, yeah, cause it's so anti, it's just so terrible. I will say I had my babies very, very young. You did. I had them birth them when I was 18, 20, and 22. Holy and shit, you were 22 with Sophia? Yeah. There is no way I could have a newborn right now. And I'm 38. There's mm-hmm. no way. Like, I still have friends that are having babies mm-hmm. at my age right now. I'm like, how are you not like fucking exhausted all the time? Like, I know like my age back then really mm-hmm. helped me like raise the the babies while mm-hmm. I was still very young, too young. <laughs> There's no way like I could like mm-hmm. get up in the middle of the night now, like several times to feed or like get on the floor and like crawl around with pay or with kids or people. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get up. Once no. I get down, I'm not getting back up. Yeah. Like one, my, oh, my God, all the time. Two, my back hurts all the time. Yeah. I can't be carrying a toddler. No. Yeah. Oh, no, I could not. I mean, I don't want to have kids for many reasons. And that is one of them. Yeah. No, I'm good. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. anything else that you're watching? Or doing? Um, I did finish a book. It was Please. called um, The Perfect Marriage. That was okay. really good. I may have talked about this on the last episode. I no. don't know. There were really good twists in the book. So mm-hmm. um, the book, it was like um, the husband was accused of murdering his mistress and his wife was defending him. Um, mm-hmm. So one chapter was the husband's point of view. Then the next chapter was the wife's point of view. A la gone um, girl. I loved that like mm-hmm. back and forth. And then at the very end, there was really, really good twists. Like twists that as they were like reading it or as I was reading it, Mm -hmm. I was like, oh my God, I should have seen this the whole time. It was really good. The perfect marriage. The perfect marriage. All right. That's a good one. Love it. And now I'm starting up a new book. If anybody has any suggestions, I will take them. I also have 12 books sitting on my bedside table that I still need to read, but I will always buy more books. Yes. I was telling our <laughs> friend, Sam. Um, I, I knew I bought- you were going to reach out to her. I saw well, that snap and I was like, I'll just wait until Abby reaches out. I actually I did not get any one. of those. Really? No, because she and I were texting um, a couple weeks ago. I don't know. Time is relevant. And she's like, hey, no judgment on your answer, but have you read um, this book that I had bought from her a couple of weeks ago. And I was like, no, I just, I, um, I cannot get into reading books right now. Like I just listen to everything. Um, so, um, I have not, I read maybe like a paragraph and then I had to stop to do something. And I was like, so no, but I'm still going to keep buying books until hoping that like that gets me into reading books. Oh but. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I'll be God sure. as my witness. I am not going to stop buying books. Which book did you buy from her? Oh, I bought Little Fires Everywhere, Nine Perfect Strangers, 1517 to Paris. Um, 
an Anne rule book. Uh, Eleanor Elephant is something. I don't know. I can't read all the titles from where I'm sitting. Dang, I have most of those. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. when um, she did her first book buying purge thing, yeah. she's like, okay, well, you and Sarah are asking for the same books. So <laughs> I, I was like, there we'll just two. do joint custody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She, uh, yeah, we read the same books. <laughs> yep. We do the same everything. <laughs> um, I do have like a, a setup with, my other friend, Maggie, where mm-hmm. when she finishes a book, she'll give it to me. When I finish one, I'll give it to her. So mm-hmm. we've got like a really good system going on right now. The only problem is, is I don't see her as often. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then when we finally do get together, then we forget the books. <laughs> okay. So it's a lot like you and I. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I have all these stickers for Abby. Yes. <laughs> uh, maybe one day we'll see each other. <laughs> Someday. All right. Um, do you want to get into Harry Potter shit? Let's get into Harry Potter shit. You go first with your question. Okay. Question for you, Abby. Mm-hmm. How many predictions has Professor Trelawney given and recorded? Like correct? Correct, yes. This will be her second, Sarah. <laughs> She has her, two. You know, yeah. Yeah. So this is actually, yeah, her second. Her second. Yeah. She did uh, the the boy who he lived, will... neither can survive while the other one dies or yeah, whatever. And then uh, this one about the servant returning to the master. But I have a question. Yes, ma'am. Seers do not remember their predictions. They yeah, go into she... a trance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They say their their prediction, and then they they come to and they act like they've kind of dozed off. They don't mm-hmm. remember it. So, I'm super curious as mm-hmm. to if she had done any more predictions, but maybe been by herself, <laughs> or like with a, a student that they're like, "Good God, this teacher is so weird." Yeah, <laughs> and then they I mean, just leave. Very possible. Yeah, because like if Draco or no, okay, Crab and Goyle, same person. Mm-hmm. If they heard a prediction, yeah, they wouldn't know what to do with that. They would just no. leave her. <laughs> they don't even know what to do with the information given to them during class. Exactly. I bet yeah. she made more. Oh, a hundred percent. Her great great grandmother is. She says my great great grandmother, or I don't know how many greats there were. Cassie. And in Greek mythology, Cassie mm. was a seer. And I believe like nobody believed her predictions. I'll have to look into that. But that is what her grandmother is referenced. Yeah. As a Actually, seer named Cassie. that's what was going to be my, um, my question. I was going to ask something about her great, great grandmother. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I'll just go on that one later. No, I'm sure that. Oh. <laughs> Dang it. You know what? I knew you wanted to talk about it. That's why I brought that yeah. up. Thank you. I appreciate mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. What you got? Um, so in this chapter, they take final exams. And the ones they mention are Defense Against the Dark Arts, which is like a obstacle course of mm-hmm. things they've learned. Care of Magical Creatures, which is just keep a flopper worm alive. Astronomy, which is done at midnight. History of Magic. Herbology. Um, transfiguration, they have to transform something into a turtle or a tortoise. Oh, yeah. I don't remember. It's like a box um, or something, wasn't it? It was something weird. Do you want to look in your, your big I'm book? I'm looking at it right now. Right. Oh, turning a teapot into a tortoise. Yes. And then divination where they had to see what was in the crystal ball. Mm-hmm. Out of those, which one would you want to do? Honestly, I think the um, astronomy one would be super cool. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you were going to say the data one. The what? Oh, defense, defense. against the dark. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but Boggart scare me. <laughs> yes, I would definitely be Hermione in that case. Mm-hmm. Like not not that I failed everything, but I would probably yeah. come up crying. <laughs> yes, a hundred percent. 
I was going to say Defense Against the Dark Arts as well, because I thought you were going to say that. And then I got to thinking about it and I'm like, that is too many different things that they have to do. Like that's a lot of pressure. Yes. It'd be one thing if it was all written down and you just had like write out the steps or whatever, because Mm -hmm. this is more of like an interactive class. Like you have to fucking perform those things. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm doing care of magical creatures. I'm just going to try to keep a worm alive. It even says in the chapter, they flourish when you don't pay them any attention. So I don't have to do shit. I just have to have like, now I don't like worms and creepy crawler things. So getting that first couple of seconds, I might have to have like a friend help me or something. But then after that, I'm fucking golden, baby. I got an A+. Yeah. Yeah. Poor Hagrid, man. He was like, you literally don't have to do anything at all to pass this. Just leave it be. That's a good fucking teacher right there. (laughs) Like maybe the rest of his year, he was not doing that great. But right there, Mm -hmm. he knew. He's like, we're just going to watch a movie, you guys. Yeah. Yeah, for real. Love it. Um, I remember in high school, I took like this care of animal course Mm -hmm. because we grew up in the sticks. It was like a Mm -hmm. uh, FFA type thing. Mm -hmm. And we just like learned about animals and stuff. And the final exam was you had to watch the um, like the dog championship thing on TV. Okay. (laughs) Fucking done, man. (laughs) And you just had to tell them the winner. And this was pre-internet. So you can just look it up online. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I kicked my dad off of the TV from football and I had to watch the dog it's show. For, it's for school, it's dad. for school. Who was the teacher? Man, I can't even remember his name because that's the only class he really did. I mean, he mm-hmm. was big with the students on FFA, but that was okay. the only thing that I really interacted him with. Okay. I remember what he looks like. <laughs> what did he look like? He was an older gentleman with gray okay. hair, white okay. man. Did he have a big belly? Um, maybe a little bit. Was it Mr. Miller? No. Okay. Because he only taught know. study hall and detention. <laughs> oh, only no, I, do, I do remember him. No, not him. <laughs> he was so sweet. I loved him. And his class was like way off the grid. Hmm. I don't even Mount Vernon remember kids. where it Hit was now that I think. <laughs> yeah. Who knows People this? Mount Vernon? <laughs> That's Joe Michelle. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> On a, yeah, probably. <laughs> and you and me. So, all right, <sighs> you ready? Yes. So, uh, we left off on the Quidditch victory. So, it's been about a week since then. Harry is riding that high. The weather is perfect. All the kids are happy. Final exams are right around the corner, so we know Hermione is probably losing her shit, which mm-hmm. I would be too, because you named eight classes, mm-hmm. but she is doubling up. So I'm going to bet that she has like 15-ish. Mm-hmm. She's got mm-hmm. ancient runes. She's got muggle studies. Yeah. I'm sure she's know. got other shit too. Yeah. It's a lot. It's too many. Um, way too many for a kid. Everybody is hard at work uh, preparing for this. Like Abby mentioned, the Care of Magical Creatures exam is super easy. All you have to do is just take care of this worm because Hagrid is very fearful of another injury. (laughs) So he's like, Mm -hmm. just take this worm and don't touch it. Uh, Harry receives full remarks on the Defense Against the Dark Arts exam, which is a course of three different obstacles. And man, I should have fucking wrote it down. They, it's uh, Hinky Punks, Red Caps, and the Bogger. That's right. Yeah. I don't know. It's not in that order. I don't think it is. No. <laughs> um, you had to wade across a deep paddling pool containing a Grindylow, cross a series of potholes full of red caps, squish their way across a patch of marsh, ignoring the misleading directions from a Hinky Punk. And then climb into an old trunk and battle with a new Bogart. Of course, Ron gets turned around because he listened to the one thing that he wasn't supposed to listen to. I mean, which I would him go. <laughs> yeah. If you're I mean, like going through a marsh and somebody's like, turn right, and you're like, fucking done, just get me out of this mess. And I mean, how many times do you hear your GPS tell you to do something and you're like, no? Like we listen to the GPS for instructions and we're going against it. So he's just taking the reverse of that. 
Exactly. Yeah. He's actually listening to the GPS. It just happens to be wrong. Yes. Oh, we're going to blame him. We're going to penalize him for listening to somebody. Yeah. Ooh. Seems like a. Seems like a, a fucking trap is yeah. what it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then we have all the other courses that Abby brought up earlier. Sorry, and divination. Get on your. Uh... <laughs> no, you're good. All I need is just to take up more time. So this is a pretty small chapter. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. My throat really hurts. I keep taking drinks of water. Um, all I want to do is stick that cough drop in my mouth right now, but then you're just going to hear me clicking the entire time. <laughs> in divination, Professor Trelawney asks, well, first Ron goes up and Ron comes, like she calls up each student individually. So Ron goes first because it's um, alphabetical somehow. I'm not really sure. <laughs> I think she's just drawing names. I think it is, to be honest. Yeah. So Ron goes up, he comes back down and he's like, I don't know, mate, I just made shit up. So Harry's like, done. So um, Professor Trelawney calls him up and she's like, she puts a, the crystal ball in front of him. And she's like, what do you see? Yeah. And actually makes a correct prediction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Harry's like, uh, I just got to make up something just to get me out of here. And he says, it's a dark shape. She says, what does it remember? She says, what does it resemble? <laughs> Reading's hard, everybody. <laughs> I, so, like, like, I don't Harry's know. What like, does it remember? <laughs> Harry like thinks around. He's like, it's a hippogriff. And she was like, oh, my God. Yeah, it's a hippogriff. Perfect. Uh, you may actually be seeing the future of um, this creature, um, this poor outcome of Hagrid's uh, trouble with the Ministry of Magic. Look closer. Does the hippogriff appear to have its head? And he was like, ew, yes. She's like, are you sure that there's no blood or an axe behind it? And he was like, no, it looks fine. It's actually flying away. So he got it right. Uh, I'm going to bet that she marked him down as wrong. <laughs> I was going to ask, like, if she gives him a C minus, because he did see yeah. some things. Um, and then she, like, puts her grades in. And then tomorrow she's like, oh, shit, that hippogriff did survive. Like, does she, does she change it back to an A? I, I don't bet know. No. I would bet no. Grades are already sent. Sorry. Yeah, I already entered it into the mm. into the pen seat. I took out all my yeah. my grades and then I just threw <laughs> it in <know>. there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Harry um, finishes it and he kind of like turns to leave. And as he turns to leave, a loud, harsh voice speaks behind him. And like Trelawney is usually talking like this, at least according to um, Jim Dale and and who plays Sybil Trelawney? Oh, um, Emma Thompson. Yeah, Emma Thompson. So and all of a sudden, she is amazing. <laughs> she um, her voice turns like super harsh, and if you listen to Jim Dale, it's kind of scaryish because he's like, "It will happen tonight." He's like mm-hmm. super like rough with it, but um, she looks hypnotized and she predicts, or she actually has a prediction and she says, it will happen tonight. The dark Lord lies alone and friendless, abandoned by his followers. His servant has been chained these 12 years tonight before midnight. The servant will break free and set out to rejoin his master. The Dark Lord will rise again with his servant's aid, greater and more terrible than he ever was. Tonight, before midnight, the servant will set out to rejoin his master. And then she like snorts herself awake, which I do all the time. Every night. Every night. (laughs) Every time. And she was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I must have dozed off because of the heat. And probably all of the perfume in her room. And Harry's like, <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> he like runs out real quick. I don't like this anymore. Um, but it is, again, it's super weird that they have zero recollection of mm-hmm. these. It seems a bit unfair because <laughs> here she is an actual seer, seer and she mm-hmm. doesn't even realize it because she knows that she can't see anything with all of these random predictions. 
she's a seer, but she can't see her, her predictions. Exactly. <laughs> Look what you tried to do. <laughs> I don't think I tried. I think I fucking succeeded there. <laughs> Harry dashes out to tell Ron, but before he can say anything, Ron and Hermione inform him that Buckbeat lost the appeal and will be executed at sunset. Um, Hagrid did send a letter. It was very sad. There were no tears. He was just like, we lost the appeal. Do not come see me. I don't want you to see this. Um, heartbreaking. Such a sad, sweet moment. I know. It really is. Because you really see, like, Hagrid is being very careful right now. He's like, if you do come down here, you will definitely be in trouble. Mm-hmm. Um I'm, he's trying to watch out for the kids and they shouldn't see an animal being executed. Me at 38, I don't want to see that still. Mm-hmm. So he's really trying to protect them here, which is mm-hmm. um, very thoughtful. It's not like you're putting the animal down. This is like yeah, full on grotesque yeah. decapitation. Yeah, not not something anybody would want to see. Mm-mm. No. Um, the three of them, they're like, we have to go see him, but how do we get it? Uh, Harry doesn't have his invisibility cloak and Snape will definitely know something's up if he goes back to find it because he did leave it in the witch's hump whenever he came back from Hogsmeade like fucking four months ago and he still hasn't gotten it. That's bananas, man. He's like, "Uh." I'll get it later. I don't even think it's like a, uh, I'll get it when I get it. It's more like a, if I go, Snape will 100% be next and be like, ha what are you doing here? Papa? Dude, and, it's the end of school. Like, when yeah. were you going to get this? You're literally being kicked out in like three days. <laughs> You'll get it eventually. Yeah. You wait until you stop. Okay. Because like you put your hand across oh, and it was like all in your boobs. <laughs> Did not even think about that. I'm sorry. You're totally good. I had itches Um, on both my arms, but how am I supposed to get it without crossing them? (laughs) I can't. Uh, Hermione slips downstairs to retrieve Harry's invisibility cloak from the tunnel. uh, And together, all three of them slip out of the castle to go to Hagrid's cabin. They find Hagrid shaky, but he's not hysterical. He's not crying or anything. He's just very much on edge. Uh, He explains that Lucius Malfoy must have threatened the committee for disposal of dangerous creatures. It's probably not, though, so we'll get into that in a second. Hagrid accidentally drops a milk jug while attempting to serve them tea. And Hermione's like, please sit down, let me take care of this. And she grabs a replacement jug, and she actually sees that Scabbers is inside of it. He looks fucking rough, too. He's like starving. He's skin and bones, that sort of thing. Ron is like, holy shit, my fucking rat survived. I've Mm -hmm. already said goodbye to this thing because I thought my friend's cat killed it like three months ago. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Last week, probably. (laughs) Anywhere from yesterday to four months ago, I thought something happened. During school. (laughs) Uh, Ron grabs the rat and the rat is like flailing all over the place. And I know you have a cat. I have a mm-hmm. cat. When you try to pick up a cat who does not like to be picked up, like just like the flailing, like trying to get away, scratching. Mm-hmm. Um, I did work at a, um, like a pet place once and mm-hmm. rats have fucking sharp teeth, man. Like when they yeah, bite really? your finger, they go down all the way to the bone. Because ah. their teeth are like this big. It's like as big as your fingernail. Ah. Yeah, those things go deep. I would not want to carry a rat like this at all. Plus, I don't like rats. Um, so Ron is like holding this rat, like trying to get it to calm down. He's like, stop. Mm-hmm. Hagrid looks out the window and he sees the committee coming and he's like okay everybody get the fuck out of my house go back upstairs <laughs> or go back up there do not look at this do not turn back around you don't want to see this just get back up there so Hermione she's very upset she is definitely an animal lover um, she also is just a natural caregiver 
So naturally Mm -hmm. she does want to stay there with Hagrid. So she's really pulled at this point. You know, she wants to be there for her friend Hagrid, Mm -hmm. but she's also needs to protect herself and protect her friends. So um, they're walking away. They're kind of freaked out over what they're, what is happening behind them. And as they walk away, they hear the thud of an ax. Now Hagrid does say that, Malfoy must have threatened the committee for disposal of dangerous creatures, but the executioner who was there with Dumbledore and Fudge Mm -hmm. um, and a representative for the committee of disposal of dangerous creatures. It's also the executioner, Walden McNair. And he was actually a very high and mighty death eater. He Mm -hmm. was one of Voldemort's top supporters. He fought in the first wizarding war. He was high and mighty right next to Voldemort and when Voldemort went away he like there's no information as to why he got off mm-hmm. he was just like automatically forgiven and given a job at the Ministry of Magic so I don't really I don't know if Malfoy really threatened them but mm-hmm. I'm gonna bet that McNair and Malfoy were very much coming together and they're like we need to put mm-hmm. this thing away and really show Dumbledore and Hagrid So I know a lot of people after Voldemort's fall with the boy who lived, they said like, oh, we were under the Imperius curse. Mm -hmm. Um, That's how we did all this is because we were just like being puppets essentially. So I wonder if McNair said that he was being Imperius. No, no, they actually. So on harrypotter.fandom.com, which is the Uh Wikipedia that I live on. Uh Really weird. it said, hang on, let me look through here and yes. see if I can find it real quick. Take your time, bestie. Two hours later. Oh, your you are so right. He claimed that he had been under the Imperious curse and thus did not serve the Dark Lord willingly mm. in order to avoid going to Azkaban. He did not search for Voldemort after his downfall. And then he was given the job to or with the Ministry of Magic but mm-hmm. then, like, as soon as Voldemort did come back in, like, the next book, he was one of the first ones there in the graveyard. Hmm. Intrigue. I will say, the only reason why I thought of the the curse, the Imperious curse, is because yesterday, a friend of mine messaged me on Snapchat. And he was like, quick, without leaving the chat, what are the, the three unforgivable curses of Harry Potter? It was Evan. So I was like, uh, it's this and this and this. And he's like, all right, I couldn't think of this one. I wanted to see if you would get it. I wanted to challenge the master, which was just so sweet. I, got this. I know. <laughs> Other than spelling, I know what they are. So that spell was still very in my mind. It's the yeah. only reason why I would have thought of it right now. Um, so. He is one of the first to show up in the cemetery because Harry recognizes him immediately mm-hmm. as the executioner. He's like, Oh shit, goes all the way to the top. All the way to the top. <laughs> um so yeah, just some thoughts there. Uh that's actually the entire chapter. Mm-hmm. Um I like to call these fluffer chapters because mm-hmm. um there's a lot of movement with it but not a lot actually happens. It's just like mm-hmm. we're turning on the stove and next chapter it, we start boiling. <laughs> And then the next chapter, it's mac and cheese time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love mac and cheese. I fucking love mac and cheese. What's your favorite mac and cheese? Um, well, I have a thousand children, so I always get the cheap kind. But yeah. according to them, Aunt Abby has the best mac and cheese ever because you buy craft. <laughs> <laughs> no, I buy Velveeta. Velveeta. That's right. <laughs> They're like, man, Aunt Abby, is she going to bring her, her dip or her mac and cheese? <laughs> Yes, I have two items that I'm very well known for in the the yeah. food industry. They're both very cheese based and very yeah. simple to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can't wait to be on my deathbed and tell your children and be like, it was just Velveeta boxed mac and cheese. Your mom and stepmom, <laughs> she's just cheap. <laughs> I, I am. Mean, yeah. No, I'm well, actually, as soon as they all move out. As soon as they all move out, I'm getting all the good shit. Because <laughs> every no time I buy the good brand. shit for me, they uh, eat it like in a heartbeat. I had to hide the good bread. 
I was like, this is my bread. <laughs> Don't Stop be eating, eating my it. bread. Yeah. I mean, I get it. it. Velveeta box mac and cheese and good bread. It's expensive. I'm not paying $4 for bread. That's just going to be tossed away. Like nothing. I want you to appreciate that fucking Sarah Lee bread. Yes, exactly. Yes. I get it. Good job. Good chapter. Thanks. Thanks. Um, yeah. I got all of this from uh, the Harry Potter Wikipedia page. And then I also went to, um, where's that place called? Hang on. Spark Notes. Mm-hmm. And usually Spark Notes has a really good like um, analysis at the very end. So I always post it in here, but then like the whole thing, they're just talking about chapter 15 and we're on chapter 16 right now. And you really freaked do. me out because <laughs> I was like, Some- am I? <laughs> Sometimes they do combine them because there's overarching themes between the two and then there's like um, bookends of it. So, which is why they do it. But yeah, sometimes it does throw me off when I'm like, oh shit, did I just research the wrong chapter? Man, I was going to be so upset with myself. But in this one, they talk about Hermione, uh, chapter 15, she loses her Mm self-control because of her responses to Malfoy and Trelawney. Mm-hmm. Uh, they talk about Quidditch and how it reflects their inner characters, which I do not agree with at all, um, because they talk about the Slytherins playing dirty, but uh, Gryffindor doesn't play dirty, but they it's do. It's like fucking, yeah, they do. Yeah. I went into all of the, um, excuse me, I talked <laughs> about in my chapter that I looked up Quidditch rules <laughs> and how both Draco and Harry were breaking the rules. Okay, real quick. So I went I on work, work event. Notes. <laughs> I work on. I went on a work event, and yeah. so many of my friends came out to me, and they're like, "Oh my god, how is your Harry Potter podcast? It's so cool watching you guys post and everything." I was like, "Oh my god, thank you so much!" And I was like, "I will say, I feel like a fucking dork sometimes because I'm like, did you know that Voldemort?" <laughs> and I made that same voice. <laughs> um, actually. <laughs> I don't think you knew this, but I was like, I will say I've learned so much about oh, Harry yeah. Potter the past few year. Yeah. You're in yeah, a few middle months over now. A year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I was a fan of Harry Potter, but man, I'm, I'm deep in that Harry Potter world now. It makes me feel so like smart and dorky, but then also so stupid because I struggle over their names constantly where I'm like, Hermione, Hermione as a person. Hagrid. <laughs> I met Hagrid. Hagrid. It's one of those guys. Yes. Claire, or um, Crab Goyle, I don't really know. It's one yeah. of those guys. There's no, a same we know a lot, but at the same time, how much do we really know? <laughs> In a great sense, I knew everything, but in a much more real sense, I knew fucking nothing. Yeah, yeah. Like all of like the small, weird yes. details. You're like, yes, like names. <laughs> names. Names are a little important. Basic things. Yeah. Did you guys know that they're wizards? <laughs> you guys know that Harry Potter? <laughs> but there are some things that I'm excited to like start talking about because I don't want to talk about them too soon but how yeah. one and seven two and six three and five those books mirror each other I'm very excited once we get to book five where we can start talking about that I think we should go ahead and start talking about the mirror stuff because okay. one if anybody if any of our listeners have the same memory capacity as us we need I'll to be reminded in. of these things yes. <laughs> like Talk about it in two and then talk about it in six. <laughs> true, true, true. Okay. You know, you know, good point. Yeah. We've already so missed book one and book two, but let's let's finish we'll, out strong. We'll start on this book now that we're at the end. <laughs> now that we're almost done. <laughs> um, yeah, that's all I have. Thank you. Thank you. Um, what's the next chapter real quick? Um, oh, yeah. Cat, it's rat and dog. I'm excited for this one. Okay. For sure. Don't get your hopes up. <laughs> Too bad. Already there. Oh. <laughs> uh, do you have any witchy wins? I do. I have two witchy wins. Ooh. Um, one, it's so funny that you mentioned this earlier that you finished a book because I just finished a book. It's an audiobook, but it's a brand new book that I've never read before. Hell yeah, um, girl. 
So one of my friends and I were talking and I've heard about this app before, but I never followed through with it because X, Y, and Z, but it's an app called Libby, L-I-B-B-Y. And Mm -hmm. it is audible, but it's renting books through your local library. You just need to have a library card and a smartphone. I know. So I finally downloaded it. I got my library card and I started and finished the Ballad of Snakes and Songbirds, which is the prequel to The Hunger Games. Um, Started it a couple of days ago, just finished it today. It was really good. Um, There were parts where I'm like, oh, and then there were parts that I, because I've listened to The Hunger Games so much where I'm like, ah, ah, they missed that later on. Like just even little things like songs that are referenced. And um, uh, there's one part where they talk about having a communicuff and I'm like, ah, that's technology in District 13. I know this because I've listened to it a (laughs) hundred times. It's not really mentioned in the movies, but it was very interesting. And I liked how um, it kind of was setting the, the beginning of Cornelius Snow's shittiness because (laughs) like a lot of things like mentorship and um, the reaping was not like the games weren't um, required watching. And he kind of like was the one to force it even as like an 18 year old. Um, but it was very, very interesting. I'm glad I read it, read it quote unquote. Um, yeah. So I was very proud of myself for being able to read a book that I've had on my um my library shelf for several several years ever since it came out and I finally finished it oh do you actually have like the physical book too oh I f- have the physical book and I tried to oh, read it man. once and I was just like my ADD is really bad lately <laughs> in like the last man. couple of years so I, I, I think that's a big you. reason okay all right next time I see you, I'll let you have it well, um, if we remember for, I know but <laughs> Libby lets you borrow the book for like two weeks um nice so there's plenty of time to listen to it. Um, and as you were talking about the book, The Perfect Marriage, I already downloaded that one so I can start listening to that soon. Yes. Yes, bitch. It is um, a good one. Good. Second witchy win, because I'm trying to manifest fall right now because I'm so tired of this fucking heat. Um, I got these new skull glasses um, for my iced coffee. And yes. I broke them out today. Today was my first day using one because I didn't have coffee the last couple of days. And I just really was like loving that fall aesthetic. Oh, okay. Question. Do you, are you like brewing cold coffee or do you buy cold coffee? I buy the cold coffee. Which kind do you buy? Some kind of Starbucks thing. And mm-hmm. why my iced coffee is better than stores is because I take the iced coffee and I put them into ice cubes and I freeze it. And those are the ice cubes I use. That way, when it gets, it doesn't get watered down. It just gets coffee to get down. Love Second it. Second drink. I was very addicted to the Stokes or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. They have they have some good cold coffee. They got cold brew and cold coffee. So okay. good. It's right next to the Starbucks coffee okay. at Kroger. And that. they have really good fall flavors too. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it may be cheaper than Starbucks. Ooh. Okay. I'll take a look at that. Like Stoles or Stokes or something like that. Yeah. Pretty good. Um, what about you, my boo bear? What is your witchy win? Um, my witchy win is I got to see my sister-in-law last mm-hmm. weekend. Uh, it was really good to see her. Uh, we don't see each other too, too often because she does live in another state. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, we went horseback riding. It was her daughter's first time on a horse. Mm-hmm. She did really well. She, um, she was really freaked out getting on, but then by the end she was like total pro at it. So we kept joking nice. around that she was going to be a farm hand afterwards. They had so many dogs on that farm. <gasps> um, three, uh, great Pyrenees, which are those really big white dogs. Uh, they mm-hmm. kept following us they would like cut us off in the trail and they'd like start barking at us like you're off trail. Okay. Sorry. (laughs) The cowboy that was leading us around, he was like, they actually have jobs here. Their job is to protect the horses from the coyotes and the bears. And I was like, Oh my God, they're so cute. They're dogs with jobs. I know. They punch in every day. (laughs) 
they have little bitty dogs. Um, like one dog was so excited to see us that like her front paws just like stayed on my leg and she just like hopped with me. She was like, love me. So that one we almost stole. We did not though. Did you take pictures? Did you get their names? Uh, that little one, her name was Charlotte. Oh my God. Charlotte's web. The other one was Wilbur. Oh my God. Uh, They were brother, sister. They were so cute. Um, my horse's name was little buck because he bucks. My last horse that I went on was called don't stop because he don't stop. I was like, why do I keep getting all the bad horses? Not bad horses. Why do I get all the troublemaker horses? He did not. I don't think God. <laughs> I love how they're like, we're not going to give them like real names like George or Francis. We're just going to give them like their personality traits. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like my mine horse be... was tangled because <laughs> her oh. mane was always tangled. Oh, okay. Not because she <laughs> loved the movie tangled. <laughs> I don't think so. I could go I... running and racing. <laughs> I can't remember what. My sister-in-law's horse name was, was like Butthead. Stan. <laughs> Stan, maybe. I'll have to ask her. Um, but yeah, it was really good to see nice. her. And I got to hang out with um the uh like my sister-in-law's partner. And so yeah, it was really good to see everybody. Good. Yeah. And they're moving back to um to our town the end of next month, I think. Oh, nice. Yeah, so that's my witchy win. Good. If you guys have it. any witchy wins, let us know. DM us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, do you want to do social or do you want me to? You're so good at it. <laughs> I mean, I already have it pulled up. Okay, okay. I don't Everybody. have it pulled up. <laughs> you can email us at until the very end podcast at gmail.com. Instagram is at until the very end pod, and Twitter is at until the very pod. Abby, where can we find you on the interwebs? The interwebs can be found me with Babs Gilmore. Anywhere you go. That's where anywhere you go. That's where I am. What about you, Sarah? You can find me on Instagram at Sarah underscore smiles 83 or Twitter at Sarah bit 83. Probably won't reply if you hit me up on Twitter. Though. <laughs> Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. We don't know. Just try it's it. It's a gamble. Just try the it and see what happens. That message me or send me anything on Twitter is you and our father. <laughs> and sometimes I just screenshot the tweet and then text it to you because I know that'll get a response faster. No, I do. I do get uh, message alerts okay. and Harry Potter alerts because then that's yes. where I find all of our stories for Instagram. Yes. <laughs> Love it. Perfect. Yeah. You'll stay with me until the very end. Bye. Bye. Girl, Look at that. 701. 701. We did Boom. it. Boom. And I have to pee so bad.